Hi, this is Kara Lowenthal, your host for Radio Headspace this week. I just want to let you know that there's a little explicit language in this episode, so listener discretion is advised. Now, let's start the show. Headspace Hi, everyone. Welcome to Radio Headspace and to Friday. Thanks so much for having me as your guest host this week. It's been a blast. If you don't know, I am a master certified life coach. I'm a Yale and Harvard Law School graduate, the host of the Unfuck Your Brain podcast, which has been downloaded more than 30 million times. And yet, despite all of these accomplishments, I've felt like an imposter. Imposter syndrome is something that many of us will experience, and it can wreak havoc on our jobs, relationships, and most importantly, our self-worth. So today, I'm going to break down how imposter syndrome sneaks into our thoughts and how to outsmart it. Imposter syndrome is the belief that you are an imposter, not in the sense of identity fraud, where you are pretending to be a specific other person, but rather the thoughts and feelings around not being qualified for whatever position you have, that people are going to figure out that you are undeserving or don't belong there, that you don't fit in, and that the reason you don't fit in is because you aren't good enough, don't deserve to be there. I think imposter syndrome is a buzzword in the work sphere, and that's certainly where it comes up. But I think that the same thought patterns show up in other areas of our lives where we believe that if somebody knew the truth about us or knew who we really were, they wouldn't like us or would reject us. You know, if you are in a romantic relationship and you kind of can't understand why the person wants to be with you and you think they must just not see how terrible you are or you worry a lot that they're going to suddenly fall out of love with you, that's a version of imposter syndrome, I think, because it's a similar concept of I don't deserve this. I'm not good enough as I am. There must be some kind of other explanation for me having this experience or accomplishment or relationship or whatever it is. One of the things I see so often in women or in people from other marginalized communities is that they will attribute their success to working hard and not to their own like talents or skills. It's like you think that the people around you got their jobs because they're smart and talented, but then you tell yourself that the only reason that you got your similar job is because you're a workhorse, right? Not because you're actually bringing some kind of strategic insight or creative genius or other higher level kind of mental value to the equation. To me, that's a version of imposter syndrome. The real solution to imposter syndrome is to change your thoughts using those techniques that We've been talking about all week. So number one is, again, accepting that you have these thoughts, recognizing that they are not reality. Another good tool you can use with imposter syndrome is to take whatever your profession is or if you're experiencing more in a relationship or whatever it is and write down what you think the criteria are for being that. So what do you think makes a good lawyer? What makes a good preschool teacher? What makes a good romantic partner? Whatever that role is that you somehow think you're not truly qualified for or somebody's made a mistake by putting you in, just write down, not think about yourself, just think about it in general. What are the things that make someone good at this? And then look at that list and ask yourself if you are those things, at least sometimes. 
when I have people do this, if they're a lawyer, it's like a good lawyer reads the case law, a good lawyer can put together a good argument, cares about their client outcomes. And then I have them go through, do you at least sometimes read the case law? Do you at least sometimes write a good argument? And as they say yes, they start to see that, oh, I do have the characteristics that I think a person in this role should have. If you've got a really bad case of it, you may have to ask yourself like, okay, I don't think I do a good job at this, but have I ever gotten positive feedback from other people that I do well at this? Then I have to check it off that yes, I have that characteristic at least sometimes. But my favorite thing about imposter syndrome that I like to tell my clients is, what you're telling me is that you are somehow stupid and terrible at your job, but you are also smart enough to pull off like a decades long con and no one has noticed at any point in time that you aren't qualified. If you're smart enough to pull off this long con, you're probably smart enough to do your job. And I think that often gives people the little kick in the brain they need to see that this whole thought system they have doesn't make any sense. All right, that's it from me. It's been a pleasure to guest host this week. And if you like today's episode and want to learn more about how to be in charge of your brain instead of letting your brain be in charge of you, Check out my podcast, Unfuck Your Brain. The link is in the show notes, or you can find it wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great weekend, and don't believe everything you think. <laughs>